And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. This is Red Eye Radio. And he's Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE. Download our Red Eye Radio app today and listen when and where you want if you can't listen live overnight. Good morning. Good morning and hello. Greetings and salutations. Uh, <laughs> what did I get that? Oh, that's from uh, Good, Good Morning, Morning Vietnam. Vietnam. Yes. Yeah. Lu- was that Lieutenant Steve? Lieutenant he- Steve. Okay, <laughs> that's where that came from. Today. <laughs> it was. A, it, wa- it wasn't it the guy uh, that uh, the other guy that was on. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Before yeah, Adrian Grauer right. or right. And yeah. I and it just popped into my mind. George Costanza said that one time yeah. too. Huh. Oh, yeah. when he when he yeah, came, yeah, when yeah. he came came walking in, he said, "Greetings and salutations! What a beautiful day for a ball game. Mm. Let's play too." <laughs> I remember that. So that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but here we go. Let's. Uh, here's a liberal circular firing squad update. Mm. Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Cullors blasted President Joe Biden in an interview on Sunday suggesting he is failing the movement. She also pressured Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg to fund programs to remove law enforcement from traffic stops. Mm. (laughs) So you're basically eliminating traffic stops? Yeah. Can can I ask a question here? Uh, Why do you need... (laughs) You need to fund programs to remove law enforcement from traffic stops. Will those funds go straight to her so she can buy a, another home? Oh, I'm not. Maybe. Is that where? Because if you're removing law enforcement from traffic stops, what do you have to fund? I thought it was defund the police. <laughs> it, hey. Are they proposing a RoboCop kind of thing? That would still be enforcement technically, right? Yes. I mean, even... That would be law enforcement, yes. Even 
cameras would be yeah. enforcement. So, boy, that were that really never took off, did it? It did for about a decade and a half. The ca- camera thing? Yeah. Oh, the challenges were crazy. And why is that? Because we all kept getting caught. That is exactly what happened. I never got caught on one. Well, because you, you didn't get caught because you didn't blow the red light. Yeah. Yeah. So you are you I'm sorry. Are you talking about the the speeding enforcement cameras or the the red light enforcement? Uh, the well, any of the cameras okay. for anything. Yeah. I, just yeah. just o- overall. Uh, I remember in because um, I don't think we ever had when, them. But where was it? Arizona had speeding enforcement cameras. Uh, or something? Oregon did when Oregon. I when I lived yeah, in yeah. when I lived in Portland. Yeah. They had, in fact, but they had to take they. The, uh, this goes back to like ninety eight or ninety nine. Yeah. Uh, but those cameras, they was it that was it. They had the speeding, but they also had the uh, the red light, and they got caught shortening the yellow. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Because we all have that. Yeah. Th- yep, th- yep, think, yep, ab- yep. think about how think about mm-hmm. the human bo- the human body, mm-hmm. our hand eye coordination, what our mind remembers. Mm-hmm. You see the yellow light go off, and you know. Most up. most of us know. Well, you know whether to speed up or slow down, <laughs> depending on how far away you are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, I do remember that. What was the uh, what was the alien movie? Mm. Oh, geez, uh, not Star. Was it Starman? Maybe. I don't know. That did what? Where the aliens driving? And she said, "Just follow exactly what I did." So the light turns yellow. And he just speeds up and nearly causes an accident. You know, I got to go back and watch that movie. That, but that may have been Star- Starman. Yeah, it was Starman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And she said, "I thought I told you." He goes, "I know." <laughs> Green light, go. <laughs> Red light, stop. Yeah. yeah. Yellow light, go faster. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. That's it. That's it. Which, by the way, was used as jokes and sitcoms for years. Yeah. And I think it probably started with that movie. I didn't think about that. Yeah. But no, I, um, you know, uh, the cameras went away because we all kept getting caught and we got loud about it. And then local, but they also, as you mentioned, uh, were manipulating clearly, at least in, in my cases, <laughs> manipulating the yellow light. Uh, I don't know what they're trying to, what they need the funds for in this case. You know, if you're not yeah, going to have law gonna... enforcement involved in traffic stops, so... I'm sure. I'm sure it's for her to you know enrich herself as was mm. her was her goal. Interesting that the Guardian did an interview on her, and this was after the Tyree Nichols uh, killing, and mm. uh, so of course they had to interview her. Nobody really searches her out anymore, right? Because right. as yeah. as you know, it's obvious her her job was to enrich herself. And Black Lives Matter, as we always stated, was the perpetuator of the huge big lie that police departments are systemically racist. Right. And so you need to defund the police. You know, they were pushing that for the longest time and they've got they were adored. They were the darlings mm-hmm. that the sports leagues and all the the woke corporations jump behind and you were all conned, you suckers. <laughs> they were lying to you. Yep. But you know something? Many of the companies knew they were lying and still felt intimidated anyway. You know, we talked about that time, Mm -hmm. and it was probably the most intimidating liberal wave we have ever seen, that you either get aboard or we'll destroy you. 
And I'm telling you right now, it was the only people that really stood up to that was conservative talk radio. Yeah. Conservative talk radio right. and maybe maybe the the Wall Street Journal editorial page. Uh the um no, uh, right. Fo- Fox. Yeah. yeah. Fox, uh I can't think of her name. Heather um Oh, the one who did the Heather who did all the, the research actually crunched the numbers to find Heather out Heather McDonald? Yeah, Heather McDonald. Yeah. Heather McDonald. And you know, there but except for conservative talk radio and a few Everybody else crumbled. Whatever Black Lives Matter said was gospel truth, mm. and it was a lie, and we said it from the very beginning. And I'm telling you, I've never in my, I've never, I've never ever felt uh, intimidation social-wise, society-wise that strong. Yeah. And you and I talked yeah. about it at the time. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't going to change us, what we're, you know, but we do because, <laughs> number one, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give my opinion and not somebody else's opinion. Right. And nobody's ever going to intimidate me to have a particular opinion on the radio. And same with you. And same with the vast majority of conservative talk show hosts who didn't wimp out after 2016 because things got too tough and we just couldn't handle it anymore. Mm-hmm. And it just got too mean. And, you know. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Then we found out, oh, you really weren't conservative. Oh, that's why. You didn't really want to do this for a living. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so uh, there you go. Biden, you're ab- Biden, politicians, Democrats, you're abandoning Black Lives Matter. Why? Because people figured out that defund the police doesn't work, you idiots. You know, so... Uh, they have abandoned Black Lives Matter. Uh, Black Lives Matter, in return, is criticizing, you know, the Democratic Party because there's very little money coming in, I'm sure. Climate change, because Greta has abandoned the left and said, oh, this true. is, you know, <laughs> this is all about uh, greenwashing and uh, net zero is not zero and... And the left doesn't use her anymore. You you notice how they really kind of make her look fringe more and more. The media portrayal of her makes her look. The, the, it's it's like they're looking at her with different eyes now because she doesn't want to be a part of that. She doesn't believe anybody is doing anything about it. Uh, all is lost. Blah blah blah. We're doomed. Well, the problem is when you brainwash kids Mm -hmm. who really don't have any idea how the world works whatsoever, and you actually brainwash them successfully, and then they find out you're not really behind what you claim you are. It's all an image. Well, then you're going to get some, you're going to get some blowback, but we know that's the case. You because know, they, they taught her to think a certain way. It was a learned behavior, but it was also a a learned learning process, if you will, right? So mm-hmm. you taught her to learn uh, in a different way, and you are the ones that programmed her. Here's the thing, but you can't deprogram her. You can't say, well, it's climate change. Well, what do we do? Well, big government. Well, what is big government going to do? They're going to they're stop it, right? Because 
my friends and I are worried the world is going to end in 2030. You guys are doing something, right? Yeah, we're doing something. What are you doing? We're taxing people. Well, what does that do? It brings in a lot of money. To do what? To, to fund regulation. What does the regulation do? It keeps people from doing things. Is it fixing the problem? Well, okay, I knew it. You guys aren't fixing the problem. Well, and the other thing is, too, when you're really serious about it and you say, well, wait a minute, electric cars aren't the savior. Right. When you say that we're, and she actually spotted it, when you say you're actually green, you're not. So if you actually wish to save the planet and to save it from human destruction, she automatically became the most radical, which is no, human life has to be cut severely. Nobody can drive cars. We can't right. live in a modern society right. today. Yeah. So when you have convinced someone that it's the end, and then they look at it and go, well, you told me this is going to end it, but you're not actually you're not actually fulfilling what needs to be done to stop this, well, then you're hypocrites. And right. we know they are. Mm -hmm. We know they're all hypocrites. We know that. We know Al Gore, who is still... It, it, everybody everybody in the climate change industry knows they're BSing everybody. Yeah. And they still accept it. Right. They accept, Biden got no flack for lying about ethanol for all those years. Right. And he came out and finally said, yep, I lied. He's still an expert, even though on the first major program to stop climate change, which was ethanol, right? Yep. The ethanol mandate, yep. which was the big first push it was a complete lie for over 10 years he's still our hero because he does things that hurt the movement but image wise we pretend he's doing the right thing and everybody knows it yeah everybody knows the hypocrisy leonardo dicaprio and his private jets his yachts all that stuff they don't believe the earth's going away they so they scared the day and as we said what reprehensible kind of adults tell kids that they're not going to be able to make it to 30. Yeah, that the entire world is yeah. ending. You tell that to a bunch of adolescents. Oh, did you see? Oh, I got to find the story. It just popped into my head. Who was the, who was the, uh, was a professor or something told Miami that they need to evacuate? Mm. Got to find that. It just happened in the last 24 hours. Mm. Professor says that they need to evacuate my, not because it was like a tsunami coming, just because of climate the, change. Yeah, okay. Because the ocean is rising? Yeah. All right. It's not a hurricane either. <laughs> I'll have to find it here. I'm. And yeah, climate change. Professor warns Miami uh, must prepare for evacuation due to climate change. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Miami should prepare for evacuation. On account of climate change, mm -hmm. uh, let me see. Daniel um, Daniel uh, Cohen teaches sociology mm. <laughs> at UC Berkeley. He co-authored no. a piece for the Nation on Friday in which he argued for more panic among the citizens of Miami. It's urgent for governments and social movements to start planning for millions of people to land in new places. Uh, mm. Prepping Miami's evacuation is a perfect starting point. Its residents are multiracial, multiracial, 
multinational, multi-generational assemblage that spans the class spectrum. Tragically, many of them are already climate migrants like Puerto Rico displaced by a recent hurricane. <laughs> Which, of course, climate is climate change. migrants. Oh, climate migrants. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. There you go. If cities around the country were forced to plan how they'd integrate arriving citizens of Miami into communities flush with public green investment, they'd get a head start on planning for climate migration generally. This would uh, trigger conversations about zoning for density, enshrining tenant rights, upgrading infrastructure, taxing the rich, building green banks, Building green banks and battling racism and police violence. He just covers it all. <laughs> well, why not? Just throw everything in. Oh. Wow. Berkeley, you say? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Whew. What must it be like? Because you know there's got to be one, one student each semester. And, I, and I'm just saying one that is more conservative-minded that's on campus attending class at Berkeley. There's got to be at least one. Wow, that'd be interesting to, to go in and you oh know, put, it, put in, a, put in a, some type of online ad to get that person you know and have them all shadowed what it's like to be a conservative at berkeley well i mean i know project veritas does other things you know they get into you know deeper issues but i would love to see that you know just what do you experience on a daily basis 86690 red eye tires command a lot of attention as a top expense for drivers and a leading cause of CSA violations, any tire maintenance practice that can help extend tire life is worth consideration. Consider tire balancing, which can set you up for savings and a smoother ride before your tires touch the highway. Tire balancing corrects an uneven distribution of weight in tires and wheel assemblies, but the trick is to be proactive and not reactive. Conduct routine tire inspections and pay special attention to any unusual wear patterns. Once unusual tread wear is visible on a tire, its traction and stopping distance is reduced and its lifespan will likely be shortened. This report is brought to you by Shell Rotella. Shell Rotella, with advanced synthetic technology, is designed to help keep your rig running with more mileage and less maintenance. Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio. Shell Rotella with advanced synthetic technology. It. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carlin. I'm Gary McNamara. Eight six six ninety Red Eye. This uh, article just came out here in the last couple of hours. Mm. Uh, let me see. One twenty a.m. Uh, from the New York Post. A member of the House Foreign Affairs Committee wasn't satisfied by what he heard from senior Biden administration officials on Monday during a closed-door briefing on the Chinese spy balloon incident. Representative Daryl Issa characterized the briefing as unspecific, insufficient, and backward-looking, according to Fox News Digital, further telling the outlet that officials did not provide evidence to back up weekend claims by defense officials that three similar flights took place when former President Donald Trump was in office. Quote, what I took from the briefing 
confirmed that this administration and not the previous one had plenty of advance warning of an escalating Chinese espionage program, failed to act, and now uh, and has now uh, been humiliated and now has humiliated this country on the world stage, he told Fox Digital. The Pentagon informed the public on Thursday that a Chinese spy balloon had intruded U.S. airspace, with officials noting the device had first been detected five days earlier off the coast of Alaska. Mm. Whoa. And I guess today, the House and uh, the uh, Gang of Eight yeah. is supposed to get a briefing. Mm. Mm. All right. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed, bargain hunting is back. I mean, bargain hunting's always been around. We always love a great deal. But man, everywhere you look, people are bargain hunting. You know, there's so many great ways to find great deals. Hey, I have a great find in your bargain hunting journey. Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price that's a real bargain when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at motel6.com. That is a bargain. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. fourth branch of government, Eric Harley and Gary McNamara on Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara, 86690-RED-EYE. Everything keeps changing in this stupid story, the, yeah. the balloons. I mean, it's not a stupid story. It's just it's just the stupid people involved in it. Mm. Um, but uh, this, uh, this story came out, Fox News Digital had it, uh, and apparently and uh, uh, New York Post reprinted it member of the House Foreign Affairs Committee was not satisfied by what he heard from senior Biden administration officials on Monday during a closed-door briefing on the Chinese spy balloon incident. Representative Daryl Issa characterized the briefing as unspecific, insufficient, and backward-looking, further telling, the, uh, telling, excuse me, further telling the outlet that officials did not provide evidence to back up weekend claims by defense officials that three similar flights took place when former President Donald Trump was in office. What I took away from this briefing confirmed that this administration and not the previous one had plenty of advance warning of an escalating Chinese espionage program, failed to act, 
and has now humiliated this country on the world stage. Now, the interesting thing in this article is, listen to this. Mm. On Monday, uh, and we had mentioned this before, Air Force General Glenn Van Herc, the head of the North American Aerospace Defense Command, NORAD, told reporters that his agency never detected the incursions. He said, quote, and I think it was the quote I had from another story was different, but listen to this. Quote, I will tell you that we did not detect those previous threats, and that's a domain awareness gap that we have to figure out, end of quote. I was under the impression from previous articles that they had figured it out. Are you telling me when it comes to balloons, we're talking years and NORAD can't is claiming that there's whatever the hell a domain awareness gap is that we have to figure out. So this um, is a good point to reintroduce my question or point that I made earlier. And that is. The claim was we didn't want to say anything about it because it weakened our position with Blinken going to China. But then you want to blow this massive, massive hole in that theory by them having saying we haven't figured it out. We don't know how to do this. I mean, is that what we're to believe here? And would you publicly state that? Tell me how that helps your position with China again. I mean, why would you do that? You know, we go back to the question of, was this information classified of of this happening, you know, before? And if so, who declassified it? We know one person that has the ultimate ability to declassify it. Yeah, because you get to the point of saying, all right, this happened. We don't know how to figure out how to detect these Chinese balloons in certain domains. Now, we know one of the domains is not this last flight. Right. Whatever a domain awareness gap means. Um, And so you have this it happens well the last thing you're going to do is put that out to the public you don't want the chinese to know that you have a awareness gap so it becomes classified at that moment we talk about look with all the talks been about we overclassify. Mm-hmm. well if this wasn't classified you're not overclassifying. you're underclassifying because as far as i know if i'm president of the united states and you tell me that that's top secret until it's top secret. We figure out what it is, but you don't let the world know that. You don't let the Chinese know that. So there was never anything on this that had come out. And all of a sudden, boom, to use as a political hammer to help Biden, it's leaked. Was that classified or was it not classified? And if it wasn't classified, how come nobody ever reported that story? Right. 
And if it wasn't classified, how come not one member of Congress knows about it from what we know? Right. It just keeps nothing. Well, and if it was classified, why didn't the Gang of Eight know? And if it was classified, then who declassified it? Because we're all, it, it, it appears they're all talking about it fairly openly now. It either was or wasn't classified. Either way, why didn't at least the Gang of Eight, in in the case of a classified uh, piece of information, or anybody in Congress, if it wasn't classified, know about this? And if your cover is to, if your excuse is that we didn't want to look weak with Blinken going to China. <laughs> makes it even worse. This makes it so much worse, the earlier point I was making, because they're saying now we don't really know how to prevent this from happening in the future in terms of detecting it in certain cases. Well, by the way, the last story I did read, read before did have that quote correct. I'd read it somewhere else. I must have just skimmed over it because I'd read articles mm-hmm. earlier that mm-hmm. seemed to imply that they had they had this taken care of now. Mm-hmm. But apparently that's not the case because I'll read it again. I'll tell you that we did not detect those previous threats, and that's a domain awareness gap that we have to figure out, end of quote. 850 billion dollars a year soon closing in on a trillion the most sophisticated intelligence known to mankind and we can't detect a balloon on our early warning systems are you freaking kidding me i'm really i really think a lot of this hinges on if this information was classified or not Because now you have NORAD officials clearly talking about it openly. Yep. And if something is declassified, I guess you're cleared to do that as a matter of protocol, mm-hmm. unless you're instructed otherwise, which I'm guessing they weren't. Well, and well, but and as we've talked about, but it's precisely here, that's a domain awareness gap that we have to figure out. Does Congress know about this? You didn't tell Congress? You didn't go to Congress for more money to figure this out? How would this not, this kind of gap, how would this not be? No, that's a great point right there. How would you fix it? Well, you're going to need that to be funded. The first thing you do is run to Congress. Right. We got a problem here. You go to the House. You, 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 go, to the, you go to the Gang of Eight. You go to the House and, and uh, Senate Intelligence Committees. We got a problem here. Right. We need the funding. Right. And that's however you get that funding in, you get that funding in. Right. That funding passes. Yep. You take it from where you have to take it. You need to make sure your early warning system is working. Right. And if it's not, because if it wasn't classified information, then there's, there's no way it wasn't classified. Because if it wasn't classified information, it would have been all over the Washington Post and or the New York Times that the Trump administration allowed Chinese balloons over American soil. Mm-hmm. They would yeah. love that story. Right. That would have been everywhere. 
You would have heard about that. That would have been a common thing. That would have been a, a, the, 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 the meme factory over the last couple of years, whenever it came out. So it's hard to believe that it wasn't classified. But it's not now. That's what you're saying. We had one threat. Then we had two threats. Right. Then we had three threats, and we found out about it. And we never, I mean, how long? I want to see the timeline on this. They find out last week, and they haven't had a chance to go to Congress. They found out the week before. Did they find out yesterday or last Friday? When did they find out, and how long didn't they tell Congress? Because no member of Congress knows about this. And they could state it now because it's been obviously, if it was classified, it's been declassified. So they could all speak on it now. Okay, what's more alarming? Now, that's you just brought up an interesting point here that the timeline, if this timeline is very short, then it is possible that they just learned about that it that it happened during the Trump years, like recently. In recent weeks, did they? Right. When did they learn? When did they know that? When did they learn that? Because they're saying that the Trump administration officials didn't know it then. Then the key is when did you learn it? The the, the first question: right. When do did you learn that it goes back and it happened in the during the Trump years? And how did you learn that? Because my question would be, all right, if you apply that, you know, uh, whatever you got, whatever information and intel you got, uh, did it did it happen before the Trump years? Did it happen, you know, I mean, there's, but what would be alarming is that this has been going on for quite some time and they just now learned that it's been going on for years and they don't know what to do about it. By the way, that would, in part, explain or be a basis for why they haven't gone to Congress yet. Let's say they just learned this in the last the time span, yeah. you know, in 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 the last thirty days, in the last three right. weeks, and they don't and they have don't have a, a a ready fix for it with the technology and funding in place right now, and so there hasn't been that approach. But my question would be. Yeah, but does that mean that this hole is bigger than 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 that even they know? I mean, that is just as alarming. That they're just learning about all this. Yeah, either way would be alarming. Yes. Because I mean, it, my, my question would be with the number of satellites that we have up there, because they say forensics used but we had used forensics to identify the chinese spy craft incursions what does that mean forensics when it applies to a to to that yeah you would have to say that then a series of satellite photos from over the years or what yeah but you'd know that within a day if you were if you were looking for it it's a pretty big thing to miss i would think You know, yeah, you've got planes and all that flying, and it is a balloon. So, you know, if you ever looked at the air, if you ever, you ever looked at the air traffic control apps, it's pretty amazing how many planes are in the air. And so, things you can make the case that things can get lost. But the yeah, fact right. is, yeah. 
do you know where they're la- where the Chinese are launching these things? There's a difference in, in elevation as to you know where these things are flying versus planes. You're telling me we don't have that down because if we don't have that down, we're in deep crap. Is it a new method by the Chinese by any nation? Eight six six ninety red eye. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll free at 866-90-RED-EYE. Join the conversation using the Shell Rotella hotline, 866-907-3339. Red Eye Radio at Shell Rotella. What matters is inside. Eric and Gary for the Eden Pure Gen 40. You know, inflation is skyrocketing. Prices are surging on everything, including energy. You need to stretch your dollar. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Curley. I'm Gary McNamara, 86690 Red Eye. I just want to play this audio cut quickly. Uh, Leon Panetta yesterday on uh, on Fox News, as we all know, the well-known Democrat, former secretary of state, and he knows there's a problem here. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I think there are lessons to be learned from this. Uh, uh, first of all, it, it was clear. Uh, I don't know at what point they made the decision, but it was clear that uh, this balloon was carrying uh, sensitive equipment that uh, could collect intelligence. Uh, and secondly, that it was maneuverable which meant that uh, they could basically maneuver that balloon over targets. Uh, So it was a spy balloon at that point. Uh, And I think uh, when it was determined that it was a spy balloon, uh, I don't know the timing here, but I think it was at that point that uh, we should have sent a clear message to China to uh, be able to uh, take control of that uh, balloon and get it away from the United States, uh, or else we were going to shoot it down. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah. he knows what everybody everybody knows. Anybody who knows anything about uh, the 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 Cold War with Russia, or yeah. if you whatever kind of Cold War you want to call it uh, with China, when it comes to spying like this, when something like this happens, you shoot it down. Yep. Everyone knows. It. Yep. That's why. Uh, that's why Democrat. You don't have a lot of Democrats really defending the... You may have some media people. You don't have a lot of Democrats or any military people, actually. You know. No, you don't. You you lose Leon Panetta, you got problems. This is Red Eye Radio. On Westwood One. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. This is Red Eye Radio. All across the USA and around the world, we're Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Download our app today, our Red Eye Radio app, and listen when and where you want if you can't listen live overnight. All right, so that uh, story coming out here in the last little bit from Fox News Digital that Representative Daryl Issa 
said, hey, uh, we had a closed-door briefing and learned really nothing mm. on the uh, – we're talking about the, the whole balloon mm-hmm. um, thing. And Eric and I behind the scenes got a little bit confused. There's so many gates going on that we confused uh, behind the scenes. We had confused <laughs> the the uh, the document scandal. They got mixed up. The, the timeline of who was doing what and yeah, who was going to be briefed on what. We were mixed up. I'm going, wait a minute. Isn't that the other scandal? Oh, it's that scandal. No, it's this scandal. Yeah, like, you were asking uh, if the Gang of Eight was going to be briefed today. Uh they won't be briefed on the balloon thing until the 15th. The documents scandal. I, is anybody even paying attention to the documents scandal anymore? <laughs> well, well, actually, the, the, different. the House was briefed on it. On the balloon thing. On the balloon thing yesterday. Right. Uh, right. Well, that which was and, and, which was ramped up, but and, it was scheduled for the 15th. OK. I now, thought, I don't I don't know if the I don't, okay. actually I don't know if. There is a separate briefing on the fifteenth. There might be okay because I scheduled for the fifteenth okay, because which the I, reason I, I thought I thought the gang of eight mm-hmm. was today and that the House and Senate Intelligence the Committee committees on the fifteenth for for the for the balloon gate no for the other today is today is the uh, is the uh, the briefing for the I thought the House excuse me for the gang of eight mm-hmm. on the Biden stuff mm-hmm. the Biden. Uh, 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 classified documents mm-hmm. and the 15th is the house and senate intelligence committee right that's what i thought it was right right you were yeah. right and the only thing i know about the the uh the the, the satellite or excuse me the satellite the uh the balloon mm. was today i don't know what else was laid out from when they're going to be told okay all right at some point, we believe Congress may right. be updated. But Congress was <laughs> yesterday. I mean, ISA, yeah. his his committee right. was updated on it. And, right. Right. and he, he came out of it and, and said, we didn't learn anything. And there was they gave us no evidence to show that uh, these uh, balloons, uh, you know, were, uh, you know, had uh, encroached on, um, on um, you know, on, you know, over U.S. soil. Interesting because in the Washington Examiner, uh, was it Bar- uh, Byron Young? Is that what I'm thinking of? Hmm. Uh, one of the columnists did a, uh, was was stating that uh, it's being written different. You go look at the Washington Post. They say near U.S. soil. Because well, near is not over. It's like everything you got to parse through everything, including this. This is my 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 point. Is hmm. I had seen earlier, and this is one of the articles I read from the Washington Examiner. The Department of Defense, the Department of Defense had a domain awareness gap that allowed three suspected uh, Chinese surveillance balloons to cross into U.S. airspace, according to the generals responsible for providing air and missile defense over North America. So you read that and you say, okay, had, which means we no longer. And I read other articles that said the exact same thing, and they only had in quotes domain awareness gap and had had before it. Now, that's a Washington Examiner Mike Bress uh, 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 column from uh, yesterday. So you, you and I, you know, I, I we saw the article uh, that came out from Fox News Digital, reprinted by the New York Post, that said, um, "So those balloons. So every day, as an orate commander, it's my resp- it's my responsible to responsibility to detect threats to North America." 
I will tell you that we did not detect those threats, and that's a domain awareness gap that we have to figure out. Mm -hmm. And I went, well, that's not, I got to check. And so we went right to the Department of Defense transcript, and that's what it says. So it was being basically reported. That's what's so screwed up about this. Every 10 minutes, something else changes in it. Yeah, but, by the way, it was uh, it was it, it's the senators that are going to be briefed on the balloon thing on the 15th. And Schumer was talking about that. A couple oh, okay. of days. We were talking okay. about it yesterday. OK. And and so the reason I remember the 15th is because I thought, well, that's convenient that they're going to wait until after the State of the Union. And when it came out yesterday that uh, that, you know, the House was uh, going to be briefed and, and all of that, then I thought to myself, well, and and we have to apply this here because of what uh, you're saying about uh, the the coverage of all of this and and the the gap whether it's still in existence or not. The coverage yesterday made it seem like there was pressure on the administration to have that briefing in the House before the State of the Union. Because I thought February 15th is a long time. This is actually making world news. I just put it in again, Daryl Issa, to see how somebody, other people are covering it. Yeah. Uh, humiliated on the world stage, Republican lawmaker Daryl Issa blasts Biden administration's closed-door briefing on Chinese spying. Mm. The classified briefing was unspecific, insufficient, and backward-looking, the Republican lawmaker told Fox News Digital. Uh, let me see the, uh, during the briefing, which was held in a sensitive, uh, uh, compartmented information facility. Officials also didn't provide evidence of similar flights taking place during the Trump administration. Hmm. What I took away from this briefing confirmed that this administration and not the previous one, uh, had plenty of advance warning of an escalating Chinese espionage program failed to act and has now humiliated this country on the world stage, Isa said, who serves on the House Foreign Affairs Committee, he told Fox News uh, uh, Digital. Fox News Digital uh, reached out to the White House for comment, apparently yeah, haven't right. heard back yet. So that's what everybody's reporting from Daryl Isa. So I think, was it just the House Foreign Relations uh, or Foreign Affairs Committee mm. that had the briefing? I don't know specifically who got the briefing, but we know. Isa did. At least we know that, right? From the story that is that's broken really overnight. Well, it's it's been fluid. You know, a couple of days ago, Fox News was reporting on the briefing front that the Gang of Eight could be briefed as soon as Tuesday, but the full Senate uh, and Sch and Schumer was responsible for the Senate uh, a comment wouldn't be briefed until February fifteenth. But they clearly felt you were you were that pressure was there because of the State of the Union. Well, first of all. The pressure is there because it, it it warrants that immediate uh, notification and, and briefing. But beyond that, politically, there was a belief that the administration was trying to put this off until after the uh, the State of the Union. And I don't know if if uh, you know Governor Sanders uh, is going to, uh, in her response bring it up and and if she'll address it i i don't know i'm not sure uh but certainly the republicans are going to look to you know uh, take the president to task 
as he hits the stage tonight. And the question still is, does he mention the balloon thing? We believe that, given his nature, he would. He'd brag about shooting it down. But then he's asked by a reporter yesterday, does this change your state of the union? And he said no. So we'll see. And, you know, I think it, it again, you know, the the more immediate question in my mind, aside from the political back and forth, really is about how do we prevent this from happening And right now, from what we know, NORAD really doesn't have a way to prevent or detect these balloons. Well, that's the thing I wanted to bring up is that it was implied it had a uh, this this problem. The word had. But but yeah. And but in the actual transcript, he says, have a problem. Yeah. Have a problem. Right. And that's completely it's like you're. And so this brings there's. And as we had said earlier, this brings in so many questions. Well, then why are you telling the world this? Why aren't you just keeping that quiet? Well, because the thing is, is that we, you know, the question came up immediately. Why why didn't they say anything about it? Well, we didn't, you know, the the source story was, well, they didn't uh, want to appear weak with Blinken going to China. Well, if that source story is accurate. Then and and that is the case. Then why in the world would you talk about it in in that way? Why would the NORAD commander basically say? I mean, because what he's implying to us is that they don't have a way to detect this. So we won't really know unless somebody spots it in the future. That's really hard to believe. The Wall Street Journal editorial board, you know, making the point. billion defense budget, and we can't find a balloon? You say New York Times or Wall Street Journal? Wall Street Journal. Journal. Wall Street Journal, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think the New York Times is going to... I thought you said the New York Times. That's why I said, go, you say the New York Times? Wall Street Journal. Yeah. And I don't... Again, uh, that should be the question. Do we have the ability or not? Because now the it's it's not just about China. It's about any would-be enemy. It's about anybody that wants to attack. If they believe they could make this happen. We've gone over over the last couple of days, you know, what could be on board and and the damage it could do. And so everyone's watching Kim Jong-un and, you know, over the years and missile testing and all of that. And is he still alive that yeah, over the right. last 24 yep, hours? Right. Which has been going, is. which has been on and off for a few years, a couple of years now. But the, you know, the idea is, is that, uh, all right. If the enemy is learning that we've got this massive hole in our defense, we have to fix this and fix this now. You know, there's actually two big stories, and we've been focusing on the other part, not not Biden's response that mm-hmm. almost universally has been condemned as the wrong thing to do. You don't hear many 
Democrats coming out and defending and saying he did the right thing. Even you know, Leon, when Leon Panetta comes out and says, no, when we knew we should have shot it down. Right. Uh, you know, either told them to move it out or shoot it down. Um, well, by the time it's over Montana, you mm. don't tell them to move it out because then they have to move it out still over the United States, hundreds upon hundreds maybe possibly thousands of miles. Right. But in essence, he was saying, you need to shoot it down when you know it's a spy satellite mm-hmm. or spy drone. Right. And that's what it actually was. It just It's a balloon spy drone. Just had propellers and, you know, a way to move it and, and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but the other part of it is this entire thing of something that we believe could have been classified probably should have been classified that if you found out you know my god we didn't even know there were three my gosh three times chinese drones spy drones have been over the united states and we didn't detect them Mm -hmm. as far as i know stuff like that remains top secret because you don't want the enemy to know that you know Right. You don't want the enemy to know that, you know, that you know that they got through. Right. You want to keep them guessing. Right. Uh, maybe they did know we were there and just didn't shoot us down. You know, we're not sure what's going on. Mm-hmm. The fact that if it, and if it wasn't classified, you're telling me this story never came out unless they just found this information out in the last couple of weeks. But either way, classified or not classified, it never made a news story. There isn't anyone in Congress to seems to that seem to know that any of this happened. And as you and I said, if this if incursions these incursions happen as many times as they did, and we have a problem, well then, sorry, the president has to know. Yeah. The gang of eight has to know. Yep. The House and Senate Intelligence Committee has to know about it because you need to fix the problem. And when the Pentagon has a problem. They go to the legislative branch and the executive branch to get money to fix the problem. The first question is, when did they learn? When did they learn of this officially? At what point did they learn about that and what happened during the Trump years is the first question. That would explain why they haven't been to Congress yet. Now, I, I would I would still argue, well... You should have been there sooner than yesterday. It should have happened before it got into the Billings Gazette. Yeah, yeah. So, (laughs) it. I just I I think that's protocol. That may be even written in the protocol before it gets into the Billings Gazette. Before it reaches the Billings Gazette, you got to brief the Gang of Eight. Because now it's starting to feel like they're just learning all of this. Which is also a massive, massive concern. 866-90-RED-EYE. 
Efforts to advance and promote innovations, projects, and markets for wood products continue with this grand announcement from the U.S. Forest Service. Our Wood Innovations program includes both financial assistance programs through the Wood Innovations Grant and the Community Wood Facilities Grant. It also includes technical assistance. Brian Brashaw of the Forest Service says $41 million are available through this year's Wood Innovation Grant and Community Wood Grant programs. Applications will close on Thursday, March 23rd. Grants.gov has information on and the application for both grant funding programs. Brashaw says grants for previous projects have spurred growth in mass timber, cross-laminated timber, building construction. As of the end of December in 2022, over 1,600 buildings and commercial institutional multifamily have either been built or are in final design. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. The USDA report is brought to you by Cenex Roadmaster XL Premium Highway Diesel Fuel. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll-free at 866-90-RED-EYE. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Hurley, and I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE. You know, if this wasn't about national security, it might some of this stuff might be funny. Yeah, because it's not very funny at all. I'm 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 sitting here and uh, 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 reading Byron York's column. Mm. For some reason, I couldn't think of his name before, and talking about after the information came out about you know what's going on with uh, uh, you know the, the the Trump administration that these things happened, and it said you know these officials were calling back and forth to compare notes, saying are we missing something? One asked another, "Do you remember anything like this?" Nobody had any knowledge of anything. After all, the Chinese spy balloon shot down Saturday was very large. People saw it from the ground. Airline pilots noticed it. In fact, it first came to public knowledge when a member of the public spotted it over Montana and a local paper published a photo. Did the Biden administration mean to say that it had happened three times during the Trump years and nobody noticed? On Sunday, administration sources began telling reporters, oh, yes, the Chinese incursions happened during the Trump years, but that nobody knew about them. And not just nobody in the sense of the public, nobody in the government, vast military intelligence and surveillance apparatus notice them either. They all miss these giant Chinese balloons. Uh, and they go, the, those uh, previous balloon flights were much shorter in duration, possibly explaining why they were undetected, the Wall Street Journal reported. And they went on and they said, all of a sudden we checked and there was a slightly different story emerging from the Washington Post, which reported that the Pentagon knew of past Chinese surveillance balloons near Florida or Texas. Wait a minute. Near Florida or Texas? What does that mean? Were the balloons over those states? Were they offshore, but over U.S. territorial waters? The Washington Post suggested the Pentagon was not being entirely clear. Oh.
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Individuals and businesses with tax. So good, you know you want to listen again with our podcast. Available on our app and at RedEyeRadioShow.com. And he's Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE. I was just reading the last part of... Um, you know, uh, York's column, Byron York's column in the Washington Examiner. Mm. The answers are urgently needed, allowing a large, highly visible airship, presumably packed with intelligence equipment from a foreign adversary to saunter across the United States is a big, big deal. It doesn't matter that Biden's State of the Union address is scheduled for Tuesday and that the White House would like to downplay attention to the balloon matter answers are needed now and like i said it's just like a lot in this administration the more information you get it just opens up more questions and more questions and more questions and more questions yeah, whether it's hunter sure. biden yeah. you know and the whole influence peddling whatever topic they're on it always does whether it's the border you know it's like okay we want us we want to solve the problem on the border send mayorkas down all right we need to talk about the problem on the border well it's secure yeah yeah there is no problem well, yeah, and so it just, it just, it never, nothing ever gets better. And that's one of the biggest problems of this administration. And so you, you have this and one of the, the, here, here's the problems that they have. First off, was this information previously classified? Mm. Yeah. Uh, right. did, did the general yesterday say, he said, we have a problem. Right. Does that right. mean right. that this, uh, opening that we have, in in our uh you know long range tracking of what may be coming into this country is it flawed and if it is how long have we known and if the pentagon has known uh, has has known how come congress has not known about this where where's the money coming from what's the program to to fix it the other thing is if this was classified and who declassified it so it could be leaked to the press, where now you've got generals, the, the the head of NORAD, talking about it and saying, oh, yeah, we've got a problem in our defenses. That's something that you would think would actually be classified still at this point, that you wouldn't allow that out. If it wasn't classified, then how come nobody in Congress knew about it? And unless the timeline is, we found this out last week and put together the forensics last week, on on Trump, nothing else is going to hold any water on this, right? That's it's, I mean that's the that's the only and, and and there are still a lot of questions there, but that could explain a number of things as to why they didn't go to Congress yet, and as to why we still have, you know, this hole in our national defense, and in tracking uh, 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 balloons or anything else. I mean, 
well, again, $850 billion national defense budget, and we can't, mm-hmm. we can't track a balloon. And then the other huge problem for the president on this one is he was asked yesterday, is this going to cause a change in the relationship between the United States and China? And he said, no. Now, you look at that with, again, the Republicans are already tying in the fact that the anonymous Chinese donors have given him tens of millions of dollars for the Penn Biden Center. As is pointed out, I forgot what publication pointed out yesterday, the tens of millions of dollars of money from Chinese interest that have enriched his own family. Mm -hmm. And the question is, of course, it's changing our relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And you're admitting it has because you just said Blinken isn't going over. Right. And there he is saying, no, no, no. And then smiling. If changed anything, then and, you, why would you cancel the trip? And then laughing about this whole, he was laughing yeah. about it. You know, why, you know, why is something like this? Why would they do this? He goes, and he just smiles. He goes, well, they're the Chinese. Yeah. Big smile on his face. It's not a, it's this, it's not a smiling moment. No. And it's just, I mean, it's just, as everything with him, just absolutely, completely and totally bizarre. And it's not going to get any better. And it's not going to go away today. It's going to be huge. And uh, if he's out there, you don't know what he's going to do. If he's out there talking about how great the economy is. And, you know, you and I played uh, Brian Deese earlier, the economic advisor to the president. He was actually stumped. They actually mm. got him. Mm. He couldn't because he came out and said, well, the true indicator of whether the economy is doing good, you know, politically is whether the people feel it or not. And right. Then they came back. Oh, only 16 percent feel it, according to the latest ABC poll. Well, well um, we I, I go back to my latest. To uh, he they stumped yeah. him. They're now running out of answers. It's to the point they would have run out of answers a year ago if it wasn't such if the press wasn't. <laughs> basically a a tool of the democratic party but now to the point is they can't even answer simple questions things are so bad that you cannot say up is down forever yeah. before you get called on it and that's what's happening right now and it's just it's it's falling apart big time if you're a democrat do you want to stand behind biden on the balloon you know there are so many things that again just fall apart immediately tell me what hasn't with this president tell me what hasn't the document thing oh my gosh afghanistan that we've talked about and this balloon thing there are so many holes in this and all of these stories that they're trying to put up their non-answers bring more questions than answers. They keep running into walls, not walking into walls, running into walls. Even my Roomba learns where the walls are. <laughs> no, it, it's it's incredible. I mean, Corrine Jean-Pierre, you see her stumbling. Brian Deese now is is is, is stumbling. Uh, you're not getting any type of, of, of answers. The fact that, you know, as we said, the general yesterday was implied by, like I said, I, I came in 
I slept a long time yesterday. I'd been sick the last couple of days. But when I woke up is where I saw, you know, I'd seen the general earlier in the day and, you know, what he had said. Uh, and I got the opinion, okay, we had a problem. And then uh, during the show, I'm reading. Because that's that's how it was written. That's how it was written. In, in yeah. one of the stories. Right. It was, that's a story. But the quote was different. The quote was, it says, we have yeah. that the problem exists today. Right. Well, that just changes everything because what you're saying is we have this problem and nobody in Congress knows unless this, you just found this out last week, you've got a big problem. If it comes out, oh, yeah, well, we had everything disseminated back in the middle of 2021. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or in the middle of 2022. Remember, it's been a long time. It's been a full two years. And if you could only disseminate forensically, if your satellites couldn't spot it, and you could only forensically figure this out two years later, or more than two years later, it could have happened two years into the Biden or into the Trump presidency. It might be four years. That's not comforting either. No. And so, but like I said, when the president said, oh, no, this doesn't change the relationship with China. Well, you're the only one. And everybody knows you're lying. But why would he say that when everybody knows that it's a lie? Of course, it changes it. So one of the possibilities is that this was classified information and it was declassified. And the president has the ability to declassify. And politically, you look for the cover. Well, we can't talk about the Trump years. That's classified. It's not anymore. I declassify this information. Now, if that were the case, then General Van Herc at NORAD can speak freely about it? Well, I, if that could be proven, uh, that well, th- it, there, there, would, there would be a legitimate call to impeach the president. Well, well, here's because here's the question, which which, by the way, but still wouldn't surprise me that a Joe Biden would do it. This is a guy who thinks he can do nothing wrong and he's done most everything wrong. Because you and I, because we I was thinking the yeah. same thing when I when I was actually saying it, I was thinking, well, wait a minute, there's a process declassifying information and. There's no way that 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 eventually doesn't get to the media that he's the one responsible for the declassification of this, which would be for one reason, political cover, as he ramps up his campaign for re-election in 24. Speaking of investigating the Bidens, I just want to read parts of this. Miranda Devine, who wrote the book, The Laptop from Hell. Mm. House Oversight Chair James Comer is building a killer case against Joe Biden. Mm. Comer is increasing. I'm not reading everything, just a few paragraphs. Comer is increasingly confident of his case as whistleblowers come forward to the committee's investigators from all aspects of the Biden family enterprises and financial institutions. He says his investigators are examining the unexplored activities of Joe's, Joe's brothers, Jim and Frank, and they have witnesses willing to talk. His initial focus has been to follow the money trail to see how it connects to the Chinese Communist Party. For that purpose, the committee will subpoena 13 banks, the majority of which have been fully cooperative. Hunter's high-priced lawyers have been sending letters to the banks warning them not to hand over information to Congress. 
which Comer says is bull blank. They don't set the rules. Congress sets the rules. Hunter's lawyers also have sent warning letters to Hunter's former business partners, which Comer describes as intimidating witnesses. He also promises that, unlike previously, when Republicans controlled the House, he will crack down savagely on anyone who lies to Congress. This Wednesday, his committee will begin probing Twitter censorship of the post-original laptop stories in October of 2020, which was part of the apparent cover-up by the FBI and big tech to protect Joe Biden before the election. Appearing under oath is James Baker, Twitter's former deputy general counsel who played an instrumental role in censoring the Post account uh, and uh, who previously was a top lawyer of the FBI, where he was the lead protagonist in the Russiagate plot against President Donald Trump. Baker was parachuted into Twitter just five months before the 2020 election, and his role appeared to be gatekeeper to block information mm. that might be detrimental to uh, Biden. And they go through everything else. They were go- She goes to, them to Twitter, but says all the investigations are... Mm. They're 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 going to start, mm-hmm. and so here we go. Well, it will be an interesting good. year. Interesting yeah, right. Look, uh, this thing. I I just don't see this. I see this thing just blowing up. About there's so many questions here. Oh, yeah. About about yeah. whether this information, you know, on the on the on the you know the the uh, balloons during uh, Trump administration whether that was classified or not classified, mm-hmm. then as soon as you say classified or not classified, then it's like, well, then uh, who declassified it? If it wasn't classified, well, then how come nobody in Congress knew about this? It's all dependent on where the timeline is. When did they finish the forensics and come to the conclusion that there were three balloons during the Trump administration? And were they actually over the land or, as the Washington Post said, near? Near. And as somebody brought up, yeah, but if they were near Hawaii or near Key West, that's not the same as going right across the middle of the United States. Right. So exactly. were they, so they were, were they attempting again? Well, the attempt was obviously because the leak didn't tell the full story. The leak said this happened during the Trump administration, too, as if it's no big deal because Trump didn't care. Well, so why it, should Biden care? It implied that it was similar, that it basically went over the continental U.S., yeah, I mean, it mentioned, you know, you, you mentioned Texas, Texas and Florida, Florida right. but it makes it sound like it's floating over the center of Texas and and then along the, you know, Gulf states and over Florida. But it may not have been the case. Man, a million questions. 866-90-RED-EYE. We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara. It's Hunter Radio. He's Eric Carly, and I'm Gary McNamara. This interesting story, we just mentioned it before, but uh, North Korea expected to hold mass military parades this week. Yeah. But... Uh, Could be as soon as today or tomorrow. They said Tuesday yep. or Wednesday. Kim Jong-un hasn't been seen in public for more than a month. You know, back in 2014, he he was... Uh, had not been uh, in the public for... It was well over a month. 
And so they're wondering, and you know, is he sick? Is he is he dead? Yeah, he missed a Politburo meeting right. on Sunday. Right. So they're yeah. like, okay, he's not, and if he's he's not, not even there if for the government function. And if he doesn't make it, because the, the other story that came out this week was that he, you know, told basically told his army to be prepared for war. But that was not an appearance. That just came out in the media. But the bigger story that's been circulating in the last 24 hours is nobody's seen him in a while. If he's not at the parade, what does that mean? If there is a parade. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.